did opening go? I asked Jeff, who was still standing by the coffee pots. Today was the first day he'd opened with Vicky, and I was curious to see how he liked it. It was okay, ma'am, he said, lowering his gaze. Chrissy, I reminded him. Call me Chrissy. He nodded, still not meeting my eye. Sorry. I patted him on the shoulder. Go ahead and clock out. He scurried off, seemingly relieved I hadn't kept him there any longer than I had. He'd never quite gotten over his shyness, but I was slowly trying to break through to him. He was a hard worker despite being something of a slow learner. He was doing just fine, which was a relief considering how the last guy I'd hired turned out. I spent the next half hour making sure the coffee was fresh and replacing the cookies in the display case with fresh ones. I whistled while I worked, though I was still worried by Lena's strange behavior. I'd had to run inventory all last week, and boy, let me tell you, that wasn't something I enjoyed. No one had ever told me how hard owning your own business could be, especially when it came to making sure you were fully stocked. I'm forever thankful Vicky handled most of the behind-the-scenes stuff, because if it had been left to me, we'd have closed within months of opening. Let's just say, money and paperwork aren't my strong suit. The front door opened, and a thin man with flyaway brown hair and glasses entered, carrying two heavy-looking boxes. He was sweating profusely from the weight and looked as if he was seconds from collapse. His eyes flickered my way, but he didn't come to the counter. Instead, he went straight up the stairs to where Vicky was waiting. She relieved him of one of the boxes, and together they carried them to the back. Who's that? I asked. Stock delivery? Lena replied though she winced as she said it. We get our books shipped, I said. He's not our usual delivery guy. Maybe he's new. Okay, where's his uniform then? I glanced out the front door. Or his truck. Lena shrugged and then spun on her heel to walk straight into the back. What in the world is going on here? I was about to head upstairs and ask Vicky about it when the door opened again, and my answer strode through. Hey, buttercup. I sucked in a shocked breath and staggered back a step. Dad? James Hancock, retired mystery author and father to yours truly, smiled as he walked over to me. His beard was trimmed, as was what was left of his hair. He was smiling, and I swear I saw a tear in his eye when he held out his arms to me. What are you doing here? I asked, coming around the counter to give him a hug. Not that I mind you came, you never told me you were coming. He chuckled, a dry raspy sound that resonated through my entire body and brought back memories of long nights sitting around a crackling fire, him typing away on his typewriter and then later laptop, and me reading a favorite novel. I had business and I wanted to surprise you. His voice was gravelly from years of trouble with his throat. I always found it fit him just right, made him sound like one of those old-time detectives with a cigarette hanging loose from his lips, calling all the women dames, much like quite a few of his creations did. Well, I'm definitely surprised. And then realization dawned. I turned to find Lena grinning from behind the counter. You knew! She rolled her eyes. Of course I knew. She was practically beaming. I turned back to Dad, not quite believing he was actually there. When I'd moved to Pine Hills, I left him behind, knowing how much it would hurt to be away from him, but needing the fresh start. It was surprising how good it felt to have him here now, 
even though I'd been blindsided by his sudden appearance. Why are you here exactly? I asked, suddenly worried something was wrong. Are you sick? He looked surprised for an instant before his smile returned. No, I'm not sick. He cleared his throat, rubbed at his beard. He looked down at his hands for a second before looking up and giving me a sideways smile. I sort of have a new book coming out. You what? I blinked at him. But you're retired. Semi-retired, he countered. You know I couldn't just up and quit. The story was burning in me for a while now, so I decided to go ahead and write it down. He took me by the arms and looked me in the eye. I swear I took care of myself this time. No fasting or skipping showers just to finish up a page. His health was part of the reason he'd retired in the first place. I got my obsessiveness from him. He would forget to eat, forget to change clothes.